Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, this week a few listeners have been writing in and updating us with their upcoming summer travel plans. And one interesting topic has come up around these discussions, uh, and that is, why is traffic on the right side of the road in some countries and on the left-hand side in others? Maybe we can start with this simple question. Which is more popular, left-hand traffic or right-hand traffic? Ah, excellent topic today. So the answer to that question is that right-hand traffic is more popular. It's actually used in 165 countries and territories including countries like the United States, Russia, and China, with the remaining 75 countries and territories using left-hand traffic, like places like the uh, United Kingdom, India, Australia, and New Zealand. Countries that use uh, left-hand traffic only account for about a a quarter of the roads, maybe about a sixth of the world's land area, and about a third of the world's population. Now, was this always the case that the split was sort of two-thirds, one-third? Actually, no. It was in, uh, back in 1919, it was probably closer to around 50-50. Back then, 104 of the world's territories were left-hand traffic, and an equal number were right-hand traffic. It was between 1919 and 1986, where 34 of the left-hand traffic territories switched to right-hand. Why did the 34 countries switch? Well, you know, each one had its own unique story. So, for example, Sweden they switched their entire traffic system from the left side of the road to the right side in a single day in 1967 called Dagen H, which was apparently the most logistically complex event in Sweden's entire history. The H here stands for uh, Hogur traffic, which is basically the Swedish word for right-hand traffic. You know, the interesting thing here was that in the weeks and months immediately following that change, traffic accidents actually fell dramatically due to the extra caution that people drove with because of this jarring reversal in traffic. That is a fascinating thing. Is the left and right comparison really just a British empire versus a French empire historical thing? Well, on a surface, it kind of looks like it. Many of the countries that adopted left-hand traffic uh, were indeed formerly part of the British empire, but not all. So some such as Indonesia, Japan, uh, Macau, Mozambique, Nepal, Thailand, and Sweden, of course, which switched like we just talked about. But as, as, you know, as you say, much of the right-hand traffic group are countries that were a part of the French colonial empire. So yeah, you could say there is a bit of a historical, historical allegiance. The historical alignment with the British and French sounds rather arbitrary though. Were there other logical explanations as to why right-hand traffic or why left-hand traffic? So there are some theories to that and even some myths that attempt to explain this. Uh, As we learned in one of our earlier episodes about right-handed and left-handed people, about 90% of people are right-handed. And there are many explanations about traffic that also reference this. So for example, you know, horses are traditionally mounted from the left uh, and led from the left with the reins held in the right hand. So people walking horses might use something like right-hand traffic, like in the United States, to kind of keep the animals separated. Also in favor of right-hand traffic is the fact that wagon drivers whipped their horses with their right hand and thus sat on the left-hand side of the wagon, basically, you know, as in right-hand traffic. Ah, okay. Those all seem to suggest right-hand traffic is the way to go. Are there practical explanations for 
why left-hand traffic then? Yeah, you know, that's the problem. There's another theory, which is that people used to keep their swords in the right hand. So as pedestrians always wanted to pass on the left as in left-hand traffic for, you know, either safety or self-defense reasons. I see. Okay. And those make sense, but it's hard to say there's a definitive uh, reason why it should be one or the other. Let's talk about the practicality of the different sides of the road, though. It affects a bunch of things like the cars themselves, uh, roundabout, and many, many others. Indeed, indeed. In left-hand traffic, the traffic keeps left, and thus the cars usually have the steering wheel on the right side of the car, right? Uh, and then roundabouts circulate clockwise. While right-hand traffic is the opposite of this. Since traffic keeps right, the driver usually sits on the left side of the car, basically like we do here in the United States, we're all left-hand drive. Uh, and then roundabouts <laughs> change because now they circulate counterclockwise. Something else that adapts to this is the on-ramps and off-ramps are also on different sides of the roads. And thus the fast lane is also on a different side of the road. So if you don't pay attention, there's actually many more differences once you start thinking about it. Yeah, that's right. Now, what happens when you drive a car then from a right-hand traffic country into a left-hand traffic country? Excellent question. It is a challenge, but there is an interesting solution called the Lotus Bridge, which you should definitely Google an image for. Um, it's between the left-lane-driving Macau and the right-lane-driving China, and allows for traffic to seamlessly switch the side of the road that they're driving on right at the border. You know, as you describe all those practical challenges and the Lotus Bridge, it does make that switch that Sweden did just in one day all the more remarkable, doesn't it? Quite remarkable indeed. You know, they had to rework one-way streets. Bus stops had to be constructed on the other side of the street, and intersections had to be reshaped to allow traffic to merge. It was a huge undertaking. And just to add some more detail about that dog and age day, on Sunday, September 3rd, 1967, all non-essential traffic was also banned from the roads from about 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. And for any vehicles on the roads during that time, they had to follow really special rules. All vehicles had to come to a complete stop at precisely 4.50 a.m. and then carefully change to the right-hand side of the road and then stop again to basically give others time to switch sides of the road and avoid things like a head-on collision before being allowed to proceed at 5 o'clock. Wow, that was a logistical achievement to get everything coordinated that way. So finally, would I be right in saying that rail traffic and other forms of traffic also follow either right or left, depending on how the roads are set up? Also good observation. The answer to that is not always, but I would say in most countries, rail traffic generally follows the handedness of the roads. The exceptions here are many of the countries that switched road traffic from formerly left-hand to right-hand, where they did not switch their trains because that would just be way too expensive. Another interesting fun fact is uh, boat traffic on rivers is effectively always right-hand traffic. And that's because boats are traditionally piloted from the starboard side to facilitate that priority to the right. Wow, that's very interesting. I will look out for that in future. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you've got topics for us like uh, some listeners had for this week. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.